Hey everybody, before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to pop in to remind you all that a new episode of Coffee and Cream will be dropping every week on Wednesdays. You can find us by searching coffee, spelled with a K, and cream on Anchor, Spotify, and most recently, Apple Podcasts. Me and Carly really appreciate all the support we've gotten so far, and if you want to, share with your friends and leave a comment or a rating on either of those platforms. Well, considering you guys are already here, we think it's safe to assume you knew what to search or you followed the link from either of our social medias. So, uh, Ray, do the intro. Yeah, that's, that's on me. Without further ado, we can get into it. Do, 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 do. No, 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 no. <laughs> it goes like this. What's up, everybody? My name is Carly. And my name is Ray. And you're listening to Coffee, Coffee and, and Cream. Cream. Hello, friends. My name is Ray, also known as Cream, and welcome back to the podcast. What's up, everybody? My name is Carly, also known as Coffee. Thank you guys for tuning in to our third episode of Coffee and Cream. We are so glad you are back. So glad. And before we get today's episode started, let's talk about what is brewing in our lives. Ray, please start us off with that brew. You know I will. You know I will. So this this week has low-key low been very uneventful. Uh, for one of my organizations, I chalked, and I know a lot of people don't know what chalked means, but I just literally wrote on about every surface of this campus with chalk. And I only include that because I went through an entire stick of chalk and like the big chalk. <laughs> the big chalk. <laughs> on one phrase. It was absurd. Ray only and likes big chalk, guys. <laughs> big chalk. <laughs> um, but it was also really messy if you've ever, if you've never had the experience. So if you ever get asked to chalk, don't do it. It's a trap. Right. Um, another update is that I just woke up from the best nap of my life. It was one of those naps where you sleep for hours. And mm. the hours were like, I think I went to bed at like six. Get a grip. And I woke up around eight. And I, I like woke up at like seven something because people were blowing my phone up. That's on me. And <laughs> No, that wasn't you. Okay. It was somebody else. Somebody was blowing my phone up. And then I woke up, put my phone on Do Not Disturb, fell back asleep, and then woke up like at eight something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for my Starbucks drink suggestion of the week, it is an iced chai with white mocha sweet cream and cookie crumble on top. To be fair, I just want to say he doesn't come up with this stuff. This, okay. this drink specifically is like the barista pick of the week at our Starbucks on campus. Yeah. He, he's not original, everybody. This is an original. Shout out to those baristas. But try it. It is the best thing. It'll change your life. It I changed agree. mine. Yes, it changed mine as well. Uh, so my brew this week was uneventful for me as well, but I did play in the creek on campus, which I have never been happier. I mean, I was knee deep in a in, in a creek, and <laughs> it was very cold, and my jeans got soggy. And well, wait, what's the difference between a creek and a stream? Uh, I think a stream is smaller. Oh no, it's kind of small. You know, it doesn't matter. No, it's not. Wait. Wouldn't it just be a river? Doesn't matter. Sorry. Does not matter. Anyways, uh, Ray and I also went to Walmart together with one of our other friends. Yeah. Can we, you say right? That wasn't like the Walmart we mentioned on last week's episode. We just really love Walmart. Yeah, I have a Walmart problem. I got a... <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, anyways. Also, I'm good at chemistry? Question mark? I don't really know, but I got an A on my quiz, so... I didn't even know you were taking chemistry. As like a general elective? Yeah. That's absurd. He should have took biology. You were there when I tried to get into biology. Oh, that's right. 
all the classes. He never pays taking. attention to me. Chemistry was hard. I failed chemistry in high school. Well, I didn't fail chemistry in high school, but I struggled through chemistry in high school. Heavy. The stoichiometry or... So, right. Why are there numbers in science? It doesn't Literally. make sense to me. That's beyond me. Anyways, let's get into today's episode. Love is in the air, Carly. Well, you know, not much anymore. Valentine's Day was, I think, two weeks ago. But nevertheless, I can feel the love. You want to know why? Well, I don't really have a choice but to ask. So why is that, Ray? It is because this week we are talking about relationships, specifically college relationships or young adult relationships, ones we are more familiar with. Yes, we are talking about young love or what our generation has skewed into, I don't know, sneaky links or situationships. Are you ready? Well, I cannot wait to talk about all the situationships and sneaky links I just have not had whilst in college. I'm glad you're excited too. Good. Anyways, before we get into today's episode, I thought it would be important to mention that this episode is not like a diss to any of those who are in successful and healthy and happy relationships in college or as young adults. Good for y'all, truly. Mm. So I am by no means an expert on being in a relationship we know. or a situationship. Or any sneaky links, for that matter, I simply do not have time. I do think that there is a certain culture that surrounds relationships for young adults, especially those that are in college or like, I don't know, maybe living in a big city. Maybe it's the same thing. Maybe. I don't know. I don't live in a big city. You're right. (laughs) We're just on a college campus. People on a college campus, there's a certain culture that surrounds that. And I just think people our age have an interesting outlook on what it means to be in a relationship. I agree. A lot of people come to college with significant others from high school and I just need them to be concrete for once in their life. So serious. You're going to a new place. Okay. And if you're decently normal, you and your partner are going to go to two different colleges. You're probably going to be far away from each other. Long distance does not normally work for people coming from high school into college. You're going to meet new people, probably fall in love with somebody new. Mm Mm-hmm. And your your little partner from BFE, <laughs> it's not going to last. Like, please. Your little high school boo? Your high school boo? Get over it. <laughs> Get over it. Because it, it wasn't that serious. Be for real. And, like, cheating. Okay, people will come to college and be like, cheating is no big deal. Because how is their partner going to find out? And I fear that makes you a horrible person. A horrible person, indeed. Yes. I have a question. Did you have... Okay, so I know people from my high school who like dated in high school or throughout high school, and then they went to the same college as their significant other. I'm not sure if it was on purpose. I mean, it was probably on purpose. They probably thought thought it was going to last forever. And they ended up breaking up in college. You know how awkward that would be? (laughs) Very embarrassing as well. I feel bad, but also, what did you think was going to happen? No, literally. And that kind of leads me into my next point. Even in high school, your brain is not developed, but in college, your brain is still not developed. I know you're technically still or like technically considered an adult, but you were 18, be serious for once. Um, <laughs> your brain, I don't think it has the capacity to, one, deal with the academics of college, two, deal with like the other social aspects, extracurriculars, everything else of college, while also maintaining a relationship. College is hard enough by itself. Heavy. And like this time of life is not easy for us as people. We're learning about ourselves, we're learning about the world around us. And sometimes a relationship can make that a bit harder. I agree. I've also noticed that hookup culture on college campuses has kind uh, of ruined it for a lot of people. Um, 
I know we'll get into that later, but people are very focused on that and not actually wanting to get to know people. There's one issue that I thought we could take a deeper look into. I mentioned it earlier, situationships and sneaky links. There's been a shift from actual relationships to these new things that everyone has just accepted as normal because, you know, everybody's doing it. Why can't I? Why can't I? <laughs> and do you think that this is just normal college behavior or something that is affecting people in our generation, our age group, college age kids specifically? I... I think so, mostly because technology, because mo most people in our generation are tech savvy. Not me, of course, but <laughs> most people are. So, like dating apps and all that stuff. Tinder. It makes hookups so easy because if you're on Tinder, you're not looking for love. Okay, you're you're looking for well, a hookup. That's what Ooh. they're saying. I, well, uh, most people, some people, truly do believe that Tinder will find them the love of their life. And so, <laughs> You know, there are success stories, so who There am I? are, but not not enough. What is this? <laughs> um, and Yik Yak, you are familiar with Yik Yak. You are familiar. Tell what is it? Describe okay. it to the people. So it's like think Twitter but anonymous. Mm -hmm. So you can put things on there. It's everyone in a five mile radius is on the same server, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And you can post things and it's completely anonymous. And you can say basically whatever you want, because I don't know. I don't yeah. think anybody moderates it or whatever the well, word is. Well, there are moderators, but I think it's like you can't make like specific threats. Like you can't say like absolutely absurd things, but a lot of things can slide, I fear. Yeah. Also, um, names. You can't say names. Yeah. Which, you know, obviously There's no it's anonymous. You can't dox people because, you know, that's an actual crime in real life too. Right. And it's just, it's not nice. But especially on our campus, like... The later you get into the night, man, <laughs> it's just horny. All these horny people in the yeah. same place looking for quick hookups. And On an anonymous app, everyone. Yes. <laughs> and they'll just, they'll be like anybody looking for a hookup and then put their gender in parentheses. The little M or F. Yes. Or they're like female looking for a hookup. Like, yeah. Sit down. Take a nap. I get... Actually, no. I don't understand that. No, it's so <laughs> I, I can't even really... I can't even rationalize it. They're... No. And it's terrifying. And then... I feel like every campus has those big figures. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like... Or the mascot. Dude. Our Yik Yak specifically will over-sexualize every public figure on this campus, including the mascot. Uh, yeah. And when Carly says public figures, she's like professional stuff like people that aren't even you know the same age as them like 40 year olds or something it's kind of okay they're not all 40 but yeah. it's like undergrad students talking about people who are working for the university not attending yes that is it so they're not even that old necessarily which doesn't make it okay like these people are not slabs of meat please yes. be serious <laughs> and if you think they're cute keep it to yourself nobody cares right i certainly don't I deleted the app. It's so... It, it can be very toxic, just like outside of all the late night horniness. It can uh, be a pretty toxic place in general. Yes, just bashing the school all the time. Like, nobody has time for that, okay? Yeah. Pros and cons to every school. Be serious. But also, a lot of people in college, we're like super busy all the time. So mm -hmm. there's not really time to build a healthy relationship. So stuff like Tinder and Yik Yak... It's just convenience, yeah. like hookup, and most of the time it's all benefits and nothing serious. 
and there are there are cases where they like fall in love whatever but you built the relationship off sex and well that doesn't really work so yeah and especially in like freshman sophomore year you have maybe you have time to mess around you know play the field if you will but um later in life when you're like looking for internships getting into your degree looking for jobs i don't understand mm-hmm. having the time to i don't know peruse yik yak and or tinder and <laughs> Like Carly said, I think it's really just a matter of convenience. Nobody really wants to take the time or has the time to invest themselves into an actual relationship. But I think I would argue that building a healthy relationship should take time. And yeah. it's like necessary to take that time. It is. Um, I've seen on college campuses that having multiple options, multiple partners, not actually committing to one person is like, a normal thing. It's accepted in college culture. Heavy. And um, like I said, people see it and they're like, this is normal, so I can do it too. And that's not, not too much on people who have multiple partners, but I just think that sometimes people take it to the extreme in college. Right. And I've seen STDs go around a college campus before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Also that. <laughs> also that. People don't take, like, sex is not the serious thing that could, you know, either give you a disease or a child. It's something right. people don't, like, respect it. It's a hobby. It's a hobby. Yeah, it's a hobby, and people don't take it serious, and they're not safe with it. And that's when it starts getting out of hand. Um, I also don't think there are clear expectations for what our generation sees as a relationship, and nobody's willing to set those expectations, so everybody's just kind of guessing. Okay, yeah, that's basically how we feel about pretend relationships, if you will. Situationships, sneaky links. <laughs> um, so obviously those are, like, big red flags for us but we have more right we do have more start us off (laughs) i have like red flags if i see this in any relationship i can put money down that the relationship will fail number one rushing into a relationship if you okay you're a freshman you get here on week two you already have a a partner Mm, it won't last mm. immediately it's gone (laughs) (laughs) like i said you have to build in a relationship it takes time especially 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 if the relationship is built off of sex and you're only dating because it's a matter of convenience for the both of you that leads me into my next one skipping right over the friend phase you have to learn about your partner as a person before you learn about them as like a potential romantic interest you have to be their friend first heavy thirdly is that a word yeah okay (laughs) i've used it in an essay and i've gotten an a so thirdly dating within your friend group. Is that actually a word? I'm going to look it up. You keep talking. Okay. Dating within your friend group can be detrimental to your friend group as a whole, especially if things go south. I think that, I, I know I just said you have to, your partner has to be your friend, but your partner does not have to be within your friend group because if y'all start fighting, everybody's fighting <laughs> <laughs> and people yes. have to pick sides and it just gets awkward at the end. Is it a word? Did you find out? Yeah. Thirdly, in the third place, it is a word. Perfect. Next. Always having to be in a relationship with somebody. If if somebody breaks up with someone and is in a relationship like the day after, that's concerning to me. Heavy. <laughs> I think I know some pe- people like companionship, and we'll talk about that later. But also, you it doesn't look well for you having to always have a partner around. And finally, always being with your partner. Now, I get it. Y'all like each other. Y'all are white on rice, butter on popcorn. 
If you will. If I, I mean... will. And But there is a way that that forms an unhealthy dependency, I think, in a relationship. And you all always have to be around each other. And that doesn't work well in college. No. Unless, of course, you're in the same major, taking the same classes, same extracurriculars, live in the same place. But if you have all the same interests, I have questions. Because yeah. that's like dating yourself. I yeah. wouldn't want to date me. I don't know. People look for themselves in their par- partners a lot. And their parents? <laughs> Not their parents. Oh, no. People also look for their parents and their partners. That is creepy to me. M- mommy and daddy issues? <laughs> oh, I've seen them in the flesh, man. <laughs> I've seen them in the uh, flesh. No, like grown men looking for carbon copies of their mothers. I'm like, ooh. ooh it's weird. I don't think my brother's in a relationship. And props to them because they're doing so well. Yeah. They're like basically married. I don't really know what's going on with them. But they're basically married. Ring by spring, hopefully. Maybe Benji, Mm-mm. not too much, <laughs> but I don't think she's like my mom. Yeah, I, I know, hope not. It, I don't think it happens like often. Often, I just I know it's a thing though. Yeah, I'll have to ask him. Okay, so the unhealthy dependency that there has got to be boundaries. Has to be because like living in or not living in living on campus, you shouldn't be in that person's room every night. Like y'all. Right. There's one size beds. Be serious. Also, don't y'all get sick of seeing each other? Literally. And like you said, twin size beds. Beds. How do you share? How do you? I don't want to know how you share. Because I like I sleep rough. I punch people in my sleep. So. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> just thought I'd share. Well, thank you. Didn't need to know that. But of thank course. you. Um, or just not respecting your partner's boundaries. Huge red flag. Mm-hmm. In the like building friendship phase, that's where boundaries need to be set. And moving into a relationship, maybe those will change a little bit. But regardless of the relationship status, boundaries should always be in place. And we talked about this last episode, but it is very important. Yes. And then there's relationships that it's all benefits. There's no care. And there's... those are the ones built off sex. So we've, we've hit that. We, mm-hmm. we know about those. And then loving each other too quickly. Like you said, you get, you get to college. You're dating someone in two weeks. And three days after that, you love them? No, you don't. Right. No, you don't. People don't understand what love means, and they just throw that word around a lot. Right? Yeah. Like it's candy. And it's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. Putting people down. This goes more for in a friend group, I guess, or if you bring your partner to your friend group. Mm -hmm. Putting your partner down in front of your friends, that's embarrassing for you. That is embarrassing. I don't know why people do uh, that. But people do it with not just partners, but, like, actual friends, too. Yeah. Get I, a grip. Like, I get you have different personalities for your different people in your life. But also, yeah. if you can't be authentic with your partner, mm. maybe Who you are should... are going to be authentic Right. With? Maybe you should just reconsider it altogether. Literally. There's not too much to say with this one, but lying. Don't lie. We're all grown. Yeah. Just be serious. Lying. We don't, we don't like lying. No. Or parenting your partner. Have you ever seen relationships where it's, like... Sweetie, don't do that. Uh-uh, you are not that person. He's parent. a grown man, woman. Literally. No, Ugh. literally, that is your mother. It's your no, mother, but younger, I fear. Ugh. That's just, I don't know. If we're adults, we should be able to handle an adult relationship, okay? You shouldn't be parenting your partner and, I don't know, doing things that their parents should have done. Yeah. Ugh. It's not It's not your job, one. No, no. Also, I have something else to add. I think. He's useless. <laughs> <laughs> I think also a big red flag is being unaware of your red flags. Oh, heavy, I, heavy. <laughs> I think that if you 
if you aren't self-aware of like your flaws and you try to ignore them whenever they're brought up to you, that's just a no-go. But we're right. like the no, I don't do that. I don't do that. You're a psychopath. <laughs> You're, You're a crazy. liar. <laughs> How do you not see this? <laughs> You're crazy. You should be able to see all of this. Right. Mm. Some people choose not to see. I found. I have ignorance is bliss. And it is. Mm-hmm. And it is. And I've seen it. One major red flag that I have seen is when people like, you know, the two people in a relationship, obviously that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Let their friends and family or social media affect their relationship. And they're like letting them get too involved. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I'm thinking of like, you know, the social media couples, mm-hmm. the influencers, oh, they have all these perfect pictures and they seem to have the perfect relationship. And then you go back to their page, like, I don't know, a year later and you see that they've broken up. Yeah. <laughs> I think that places a lot of unrealistic expectations of what a relationship looks like for people who may be viewing that content. Yeah. Cause they're not going to show like the bad things. Exactly. They're just going to like remove their partner's name from the page one day and delete all the pictures. And you're going to be like, Oh yeah. And young people don't realize that not everybody is as scholarly as us. I'd argue. Yeah. Do you want yeah. this dinosaur sticker? I just took off my computer. No, I was wondering why you were taking it off. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing is, Leaving your friends for a new relationship. I'm not sure if you've noticed that. People get into a relationship and then they drop all of their friends. I know that's not like friends directly affecting a relationship. But I don't think that you should let anybody. If you have a solid like foundation with other people, you have a best friend and you get a partner and you go off with that partner and just totally neglect your best friend, you're a terrible friend. And I will die on that hill, actually. I would, too. I don't I don't like that. But it happens all the time. Yeah, it's. I don't, I don't understand how that makes sense in people's brains. Right? Because I guarantee you were talking to your best friend about how you like this person and da-da-da-da-da. Right. And then you just leave them in the dust? I would cry. I would cry. I am crying, actually. I would cry, too. <laughs> but that also goes into friends not liking your significant other. That's a sign. That, <laughs> That's a sign. That is foreshadowing if I've ever seen it. Yes. Or maybe not. Sometimes I've also noticed friends get jealous of your yeah. new significant other, your partner, and they just, like try to sow seeds of discontent in your brain trying to like place doubt on your relationship or whatever and that makes them a bad friend just because they're jealous yeah and sometimes it is actually foreshadowing and your partner's just a really bad person and you can't see it because you're blinded by i don't know lust love whatever you want to call it sex (laughs) mm-hmm and finally i think i've noticed frequently here especially that a lot of people's families sometimes don't support their partner. Yeah. And will, like, threaten the most absurd things. Like, I'm going to cut you out of the will, or I'm not going to pay for college. That's so embarrassing. But also, like you said, it could be maybe the family sees something that the person doesn't see. Yeah. But also, I think that your parents, your family should try their best to support you. If they're really worried about you with the partner, they should just have a talk with you. Yeah. And not try to, like sabotage or threaten you into doing something because that's just stupid i agree and throwing opinions like some parents or some friends will have never met your significant other and you talk to them only good things of course and they're like "Mm, yeah they just don't sound great or looking at their social media like cyber stalking them (laughs) which is just (laughs) creepy to me and saying things about like how they look or what they do in their free time, like the types of things that they post and just jumping to conclusions as people do. And that 
that's a red flag on your family and your friends. It like, is a red flag. Especially if they've never met your partner. I hate that. Yeah. No one in my life does that, by the way. But also, like, how would you know? Exactly. Some people need to learn to mind their business, I've learned. Heavy. <laughs> heavy. And then, like how you started, seeing social media relationships and expecting that to be how every single relationship is, that yeah. is not... They're not showing any of the bad things. They're only showing the good things. And then they make this big, huge, uh, we broke up video. And most of the time it's, uh, what is it called? Not catfishing. Is it catfishing? Uh, clickbait? Clickbait. That's yeah. the one. It's just clickbait. They didn't actually break up. They just got into this. It's stupid. I don't like social media or that yeah. aspect of it. But also imagine the level of delusion. <laughs> Sorry, this is not too much. Imagine the level of delusion you would have to be to believe things like that. I mean, like, as an adult, you're a teen, I, I'll give you some leeway. But if you're an adult and you're like, they have this perfect relationship, I want to be just like them. Be so for real. No, <laughs> literally. This, I don't actually know if this fits into what we're talking about, but people being immature, like, after a breakup, oh. because people on social media do that too, and I, I think it's like, People think it's okay. Yeah. But if you're immature after a breakup, we are grown. Okay? Yeah, you need to do some self-examination. Yeah, like you're just posting petty things or like throwing subtle shade at your ex. Right. Dude. Like if you want to have a conversation, come to me and have a conversation because we are adults. Literally. Or like your entire relationship was fine or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're just talking smack about your ex. Yeah. Like. Like I get, I get that you're hurt, but also. Again, you're yeah. an adult and you need to act like one. Literally. But... Childishness. Mm, <laughs> not cute. Churlishness. <laughs> <laughs> but with every set of cons comes pros. There's always good when there's bad. And for just a moment, Carly and I are going to stop shading everyone. <laughs> this is a one-time thing, by the way. Yeah. Just for to this episode, actually. Yes. But, you know, love will find a way through adversity and roadblocks. And though most relationships don't always make it through college, some... Some, a tiny portion, do. Some do. And they don't even get divorced after. That's yeah, so they, crazy it's like me. It's like a lifelong commitment. Oh, and, and those, so they save an inspiration to me personally. <laughs> so, <laughs> Carly, what good qualities, or green flags, I will call them, do you look for in a relationship? Number one, communication. Dude, if somebody can communicate, I've met God, all right? <laughs> Dude. And I've seen a golden relationship. I love people that can communicate. Like, how you're feeling, what you're thinking, what your boundaries are, what you want out of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Literally, set your expectations at the very beginning. It just, it makes so much sense, and it makes everything so easy. Right. And it kind of prevents arguments coming up in the future, which I think is very important. One thing that I've done with people that I have dated is, like, something is bothering you. Like, something that I do or something that you do is bothering the other one. How do you want to be addressed? How do you want that conversation to look? Like... Stuff like that. And it makes when something does happen or even if something doesn't, you know, it's just kind of a cushion mm-hmm. to make sure that when somebody is unhappy or isn't getting something that they want or need out of their relationship, it's easy to start the conversation because you know how they want to be addressed. Yeah. Also, yeah. Learning about conflict mediation in any setting, actually, any. is very important and can save you a lot of grief. Heavy. The second one for me is being supportive and not just like, as a partner but as a friend too like if i'm into something like i don't know we talked about earlier playing in the creek okay i like playing in the creek does that make me a child sure maybe i don't care (laughs) 
But if you don't like doing that, it's important to me that you just, I don't know, like come down to the creek. You don't have to get in. Right. Just be there and have fun. Or, Stand on the creek bed, if you will. Yeah. Like if somebody, I was, I hate bowling, everyone, just so we're clear on me that. Too. I do not like bowling. It's so boring. It yeah. is. <laughs> but if I was dating someone that liked bowling, we're going bowling. Heavy. And I'm Every going to Friday have a night. Good time. <laughs> yes. We're going to join the team and everything. Well, the, the, I will. The bowling league? Yeah, but I'll, I'll clap on the sidelines because mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. But just being a genuinely good person, especially in college, supporting each other in like academics. I feel like that's important, but not everyone is in college. So anyways, and then understanding each other, just always being in a position to where you can understand where your partner is coming from in any situation, really. But that kind of comes along with the other two. Just not being a jerk all the time. Like if they mess up or do something you don't like, talk about it. And if they come to you with something, be understanding of that. Like, don't be conceited or have a big ego because you're not better than anyone be serious right and in this stage of life i think that it's important to be understanding of like life circumstances people go through things life is hard right now heavy heavy (laughs) so you just have to be understanding that but my green flags kind of like your first one communication is so big in any relationship not even romantic relationships communication is big in every relationship that you have because communication literally can set how that person will treat you for the duration of your relationship. I'll move on because I'm just going to repeat everything that Carly already said. Uh, Patience is important in these relationships because, like I mentioned, life is hard. College is hard. Being a young person is difficult. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do for the rest of our lives. So you have to have patience with your partner because they're also going through these things while you're going through these things. And finally, You have to have a willingness to grow as a person because your partner will also be growing as a person. So you're along for the ride. If you make a commitment to them, you have to make a commitment to the person that they're going to become in the future. Right. That was a bar. That was a bar. (laughs) Can someone write that down? Actually, I'll write it down. Say it again. Uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's recorded and we can write it down later. Uh, So relationships. Uh, Relationships. (laughs) uh, And I love them. But how... And I'm asking, how can you get into a relationship truly and solely based on love? Yes, honestly, I forgot that one. Mm -hmm. If you don't love yourself. That was a bar too. Heavy. (laughs) And bringing a partner from high school is low-key bringing baggage to college, okay? But not too much on my Someone had to say it. Someone (laughs) had to say it. But expecting someone to love you when you cannot love yourself is also baggage i would Mm -hmm. argue what do you think i wholeheartedly agree perfect uh know thyself i'm not sure who said that it was in a quote somewhere but know thyself is true because if you don't know who you are as a person what you value what you believe what you really want out of life and out of a romantic relationship then how are you going to one pull somebody else through that while you're also trying to figure that out i know you don't have to have everything planned out right then and there, because we're still trying to figure things out. But you have to at least know who you are as a person and what you want to be in a romantic relationship. I would argue that that's the bottom of the bare requirement. (laughs) (laughs) I also think that it's important to not place your worth as a person into potential romantic partners, because you are worthy of everything as an individual, not just because you're an an individual attached to this other person. And also, if y'all break up, that will be just detrimental to you 
as a person. So uh, I'm in shambles. That was so good. <laughs> right. We are on a roll. <laughs> we are. I, I just think that people can disappoint you. And if you like, my worth is tied with this person and they disappoint you, that just makes you feel terrible. And I don't, I don't think anybody deserves that. So. Heavy, heavy. Finally, you have to be comfortable being alone and loving who you are without the company of another. That's kind of the same thing, like I said a yeah. minute ago. But Yeah, agreed. You, sometimes you're going to be by yourself and sometimes you have to be okay with that and not like always have to seek out something. You have to be comfortable being alone. Yes, you need to have your act together before getting in a relationship and trying to take on somebody else's whatever <laughs> somebody else's everything yes because if you don't have your act together and they don't have their act together what what do y'all have together y'all just have a, a mess <laughs> a mess and i've seen messes and you have to know your own value that you kind of said this already mm -hmm. but you have to know your own value before you rush into something because if you don't know your value you're just you're going to be like, this person validating me is everything I have. And that, well, not a good thing. And it's literally not everything that you have. <laughs> no, it's not. I hope not. At yeah, least. we hope not. Because, like, you have value as an individual. Yes. And that is why you have to know how to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to know your value before you expect somebody else to know your worth and take care of that. Because people are, <laughs> bad people exist. I've, I've met them. I've seen them. I've seen them as well. Yes. And they will ruin you in their entire they think their entire purpose on this earth is to ruin people because, well, not everybody yeah. can be half decent. Also, people in this I people in this stage of life on college campuses will take advantage of others. Yes, well, for and fun. I'm, yeah, and I don't mean like like that. They know that they're desired by another person and they use that to their advantage to like manipulate or, and or control that other person. Heavy. And they do that for fun, like pastime. <laughs> it's yes, absurd, it's a sport. If you will. <laughs> so that wraps up this episode of Coffee and Cream. And... I picked this topic because I think as young adults or college students that we are in this really strange stage of life where we have to, we feel like we have to make those connections because we won't have a chance to do it later. And we're always looking for companionship or we're always looking for another person to make us feel relevant and or important. But I think it's important to step back and examine ourselves as individuals, see what we care about, what we believe in, what we value what is beneficial and, you know, what will help us in the long run. Because this stage of life won't last forever. College will not last forever. It is a short four years. Well, let, whoa. It's not <laughs> always four years Alrighty, now. You're right. It is not. <laughs> some, it is a short couple of years. Not too much on and me, actually. <laughs> not too much. Love is a beautiful thing. And I know that it's desirable. But also sometimes it may not be what's right for you in that moment. And that's okay. And loving and respecting yourself is the most important first step before trying to love someone else. I agree. I, I second. I think, um, well, since we're wrapping up, you know, we're about to do the outro and everything. Ray and I are going to go ahead and change our majors. We're going to be marriage counselors. I don't think that's a major, just, Carly. I didn't ask. Oh. We're making a new one. <laughs> we're, we'll be we're. the professors. <laughs> Obviously, we're good at this. Right. We. This is knowledge. Yeah, and, it, <laughs> and it is. And it is. <laughs> So just to wrap up, if you don't take anything out of this episode, take this. Don't rush into anything. Know yourself before you get to know somebody else. And like my daddy always says. Always said. Don't be stupid. Heavy. And your dad is so smart. He is. <laughs> he is. Um, well, that wraps up our third episode of Coffee and Cream. Yes, sir. As always, we wanted to take the time to thank you all for listening to our podcast. It means so much to me and Carly. 
I, Carly's in tears over there, actually. I am crying right now. And we hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you to our friends and family for all of the support. And a special shout out to all of you college sweethearts. This one was for you. Uh, we love you guys. <laughs> all that being said, remember to be safe, be smart, and love, love yourself. Heavy. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.